Welcome to the Answers for Elders radio show. Meet the trusted experts who will give you straight answers and will help guide you on the path of later life care. Now, here's your host, founder, caregiver, and CEO, Suzanne Newman. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders radio network. And we are here with Emily Schwartz. And Emily is the Vice President of Sales and Marketing of Elder Life Financial. And courtesy of Morningstar Senior Living, Emily is here on their behalf. And talking. we're talking about how families, if you're, you know, <clears throat> house rich and cash poor, which is probably... 75% of our seniors that are out there, maybe even more, they're trying to figure out, okay, how do I downsize? How do I get my house sold? And now there's a lot of fear out there with the real estate world of how do we get you know things happening when things are going slower. And so Emily, welcome back to the show. I'm really glad we're having this conversation. And so Emily, I we're hearing in the news all the time. You know, we're heading into a recession um, where, you know, the interest rates are going up. Home sales are not moving as fast as they once were in in, in several parts of the country. Um, here in Seattle, they're doing still pretty well, but that's not that's not uh, necessarily for the rest of the U.S. So tell me a little bit about what's going on right now in that whole world. Yeah. Things are changing. So- Absolutely. Yes. So the last two years, we've been seeing homes fly off the market. So it was very easy for someone to decide they're moving into senior living, put the house on the market. 30 days later, they have the money. Mm -hmm. What we're seeing now is that this year, it has been the lowest new mortgage applications in 22 years. My goodness. We all know interest rates are going up. So Mm -hmm. people that were trying to buy a home or thinking of buying their home have less buying power. So many of them are afraid to move out of that rental into a home purchase. Mm -hmm. And therefore, seniors that are selling that home aren't able to sell it as quickly as they thought. And so we're trying to help families through that process because when they need the care, they really need to be moving into the community. Sure, sure. And so obviously, house isn't going to sell right away. Um, What happens if somebody's house isn't selling? So Elder Life has the perfect solution for that. And we've been doing this for since actually 2000. We've been helping families understand how to get funding to pay for their care. But it's now even more important than for a long time, the recent Mm -hmm. past. Um, So what we do is we offer a family an Elder Life bridge loan. And what that bridge loan will do is provide them funding to move into their community while their home is listed for sale. In fact, we can even provide the funds before it's listed. Mm-hmm. We know that many times the children need to move mom and dad out of the home yep. in order to get it ready for sale. Mm-hmm. We want them to get that top dollar, getting ten or fifty or a hundred thousand dollars more because sure. it's an empty home, maybe a staged home, a repainted mm-hmm. and new carpet home. And That's maybe that happens. person's lived there for 50 years and yeah. it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, there, there's so many things that need to be repaired before it, it will even pass a home inspection. You know, exactly. there's a lot of things that go on in that area. So we provide money to the community of their choosing so they can move in while that asset that they have, that very large asset is listed on the market mm-hmm. and waiting mm-hmm. for that good offer that the family Mm -hmm. wants. So we're able to bridge that gap between the listing 
and the move-in, or actually we could mm -hmm. say it the other way, the move-in and the listing, right. because we're going to help them move in first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and so as, <clears throat> just so I understand the whole process. So sure. what happens is, is that let's just say I have a house that's appraised at, you know, $750,000. Um, what if, what if, uh, are you able to, when you provide that bridge loan, what happens if the value of the house goes down? Well, really what we're looking at is what is the equity. Most of the time, people aren't needing $750,000. No. They probably need $50,000 right. just to get through the next couple of months. So we're looking right. at what equity they have. Um, so yes, in theory, the house could go from $750 or it's listed for $750 and they sell it for $750. Or something. Yeah. Exactly. But usually those homes are all equity. So what we're trying to make sure is that they have enough equity for the line of credit that they need. So they're not seniors. Out. Now, what if they have a reverse mortgage on that house? Well, that can be difficult if they have a reverse mortgage because they already have a um, a debt with somebody else. So that can actually be complicated. And I would suggest that when if, if that's your situation, you work through that with a financial concierge. Mm -hmm. one -on -one. So, but yes, that could be obviously more complex. You don't see that all that often. Usually, it's a home that's probably owned free and clear by the seniors yeah. or a very yeah. nominal yeah. mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing too. It really depends. I mean, sometimes there's a small, um, you know, uh, reverse mortgage on a house, as long as there's enough equity to be able to <clears throat> afford, I'm sure you're looking at enough of an equity margin that even if you give them a bro, uh, you know, uh, a uh, bridge loan, it would be enough. Uh, they ha would have to have the equity, obviously, and then some to cover it. Is that correct? Okay. We're always looking at what their exit strategy is. And the Got exit it. strategy usually is selling the home and what the home is worth. Sometimes mm -hmm. homes don't have enough equity. Again, sure. most of the time they do. Um, other times we look at a VA benefit, which we'll talk about in the next segment, mm -hmm. um, as a way to exit from a bridge loan. So sure. Um, we're always looking at how they're going to repay the loan. We don't want to put the family in a situation that they can't repay. That's not good for them or for us or for the senior living community. Mm -hmm. So we're always trying to make sure it's the right size loan for the family. It can right. be as little as $5,000. Right, right. And and that's the thing that I think is important. So like you said, as low as $5,000, you could you could go up to, you know, 50,000 if that's what they needed, um especially if there's a community fee or something like that that has to happen. So obviously when you you do this assessment with families, you take into consideration what their moving expenses are going to be as part of that. Yep. So we look at their moving expenses, um, home repairs. We can add that into the bridge loan. We look at the initial community fee. And then most importantly, we're looking at how much they need every month between their mm -hmm. current income and the cost of care mm -hmm. and how long they're going to need that extra supplemental sure. income. So sure. if maybe they have the house on the market already and they think, you know, they're in your market and hopefully it's going to be sold within three months, maybe they only mm -hmm. need three months of money. If sure. they're in a very slow housing market, maybe they need a 12-month bridge loan. If they're mm -hmm. applying for VA, maybe they need a six-month bridge loan. So sure. we're always trying to right-size the loan for the right. family. Right, right, right. And, and <clears throat> obviously, when you have this concierge that works with them, those are the questions that you're going to ask, making sure that you have that. So here's another uh, question I'm going to throw at you. There's a <laughs> lot of families that may have a adult child that live with them. Okay. Um, as a caregiver. 
Okay. Um, and it, they need time as well. How does that work in that kind of a situation? I mean, do they have to immediately move out? And I mean, what what is the process with that? Does it, can they get a bridge loan if they have enough equity to say, you know, give my daughter, you know, six months to find a new place? I mean, I guess that's my question. Well, they're really taking out a bridge loan based on their situation. So if right. their estimate is that they're not going to have that home sold and vacated for six months, that's the bridge loan that they should be taking okay. out. Um, as long as they have the equity, you're not going to, my, my question was maybe they can't get it on the market for six months. Right. I mean, there are situations I have had these where the child doesn't want to move out at all. That's yeah. not really going to work no. for a home sale exit. No. Unless the child buys the home. Correct. Unless the <laughs> yeah, child I mean, buys a home, right? In yeah. which case, maybe they don't need our bridge loan. Correct. Um, but um, yes, if the child doesn't want to vacate the home, that's going to be a difficult situation. I understand that does happen. If there's a game plan that that child's moving into another home or an apartment in mm-hmm. six months, or mm-hmm. even bridge loans can go as long as a year, then that might be a solution for them. And that financial mm-hmm. concierge is going to work that through with them. Sure. They are speaking with that individual family every time they call in, they know yeah. their situation. Yeah. And I think one of the things that's really great about your service is, you know, I, we keep telling people, you know, it would be really easy in our industry if everybody was the same and they had the same needs and the same financials and everything yeah. like that. But it's not like that. I mean, every scenario, your family to our listeners is as unique as your next door, next door neighbor. Just because you realize that, you know, or a good friend, everybody's situation is different. Your care plan is different, that your physical needs are different, your financials are different, your history is different. If you've served in the military, what does that look like? Um, all of these different factors and specifically your care needs, because if you meet certain criteria, then you're able to qualify for certain services um, based on, you know, your own physical needs. And I think that's one of the things that you guys really have customized a program for families that they can they can know that, you know, you're going to take a look at their entire picture uniquely. So Emily, tell me a little bit about, you know, you talked a little bit more about that, but how specifically if somebody's in a situation, what are some of the scenarios that you can help families with? So we help families with all types of ways to pay for care. So again, we've talked a lot about the bridge loan, but we will talk with veterans and surviving spouses of veterans and their Mm -hmm. children to find Mm -hmm. out about benefits. We will talk about people, we'll talk with people about long-term care insurance. Mm -hmm. Many people have a policy like my mom did. It Mm -hmm. was a great policy, $500,000, but she had no idea how to trigger it, how to get paid by it. So we'll help families understand their policy. Uh, We talk about reverse mortgage, as you mentioned, we can help Mm -hmm. people understand what that is and make referrals. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll also educate about the tax deductibility of assisted living. Many families don't realize that, nor do their taxes. The cost of care. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think lastly, we also talk about um, monetizing your life insurance policy. If you Mm -hmm. have a life insurance policy that you're going to let lapse, you might actually be able to sell it and receive funds to pay for your senior living. So we go over anything, any hat we can pull, any rabbit we can pull out of the hat. That's perfect. That's perfect. So Emily, how do we reach you? So the best way to reach us is by calling our financial financial concierge line at 
888-228-4500, or check us out on the web at elderlifefinancial.com. And we're so excited to have Emily with us. And next segment, we're going to dive into aid and attendance benefits, veterans benefits. If your loved one served one day in the military in wartime and they mm-hmm. meet certain criteria of what we call activities of daily living, two of the seven activity date of daily living, um, they would likely qualify for aid and attendance benefits. So Emily and I will be right back right after this. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. We at Answers for Elders thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebastian, host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.